in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me there once lived a sheep in a farmer's pen ever since he was little the master fed him the best food to fatten him up till he was ready to be slaughtered as the sheep grew so did he grow ready to be served up in a feast one day the dairy maid came to the sheep and patted him on the back go ahead and eat today sheep today will be your last meal now the sheep thought is that what life is all about what if there is another life for me the sheep decided to find out for himself he stuffed his belly with as much food as he could kicked open the door to his pen walked across the farm slid under the fence and crossed over to meet his friend the pig in the farm next door the sheep and the pig were neighbors who met at the fence on a few occasions and then became friends do you know why they take care of you pig asked sheep have always wondered what did i do to deserve such good food you tell me why sheep replied pig they will slaughter you when you are ready warned sheep i escaped my sacrifice and now i'm off to where asked pig i'm going to build myself a house pig where no one will slaughter anyone after all it's good to have one's own house right do you want to come with me asked the sheep oh i would i don't want to be served up as dinner there is happiness in good company replied the pig sliding under his fence to join the sheep and so off they went together after they had traveled a while they met goose 
Hello, good folks, said the goose. Where are you going in such a hurry? We just discovered that we are being fattened to be served up as meals on dinner tables. We escaped death. We are on our way to build our own home, where we will be free to live and eat the way we want, replied Pig. Well, I'm pretty well off where I live myself, said the goose. But could I join you? Friendship and play shorten the day, you know. We chat and quack, one builds neither house nor shack, said the pig. So what could you do? I can pluck moss and stuff the cracks in the walls so that the house would be both warm and snug, offered the goose. And so the goose was allowed to come along, for the pig wanted it to be warm and snug. When they had gone a bit farther, they met a hare who came hopping out from the woods. How do you do, good folks? said the hare. How far are you travelling today? Good day to you, said the sheep. We got too comfortable in the house we were raised, and so now we are off to build a house for ourselves. Well, I live under the bush in the woods, said the hare, and when winter comes I often say to myself that if I live another summer, I shall build a real house for myself. So I would almost like to come along and build one at last. You mean you want to join us? What can you do to help us build the house? asked the pig. Life is all about give and take. I understand that, said Hare. I have sharp teeth to shape wooden pegs with, and my paw is strong enough to hammer them in. I'm a good carpenter, you see. And so the hare joined the sheep, the pig, and the goose on their way to make a house for themselves. Down the road, they met a rooster. Wow, where is this team headed to? he asked. We are on our way to build a home for ourselves, rooster, said the pig. We got too comfortable where we were and now we want to be free. Better to build your own house than sit on another's perch and gape and stare. A rooster should be his own master. I'd like to join you in building the house, said the rooster. Your cackling and cowing will help to keep the axes going. But your morning chatter won't help us build a house, said the sheep. A place without a rooster is a house without a clock, reminded the rooster. He's right. Let's take him along, said the pig, the one who struggled to get up. Sleep is a thief and he will steal half our day if we don't have rooster keeping a watch on time. And so they went ahead deeper into the woods to build their home. The pig hewed the timber. The sheep carried it home. The hare was the carpenter who carved the pegs and hammered them into the wood, making the roof and walls. The goose stuffed the gaps with moss, while the rooster clocked the hours for the team. The house was finally made, and the sheep, pig, goose, hare and rooster lived happily in what they built for themselves. At a little distance from their house lived two wolves. When they discovered that a new house had come up in their neighbourhood, they wondered if the neighbours were good or bad. And so one day they decided to find out. One of the wolves went in to borrow a light for his pipe. The moment he entered the door, the sheep butted him so hard that the wolf fell into the stove and burnt his fur. The pig bit him, the coos pecked him, and the rooster crowed loudly into his ear, while the hare raced around the house, scratching and scrambling every surface. The wolf kept his eyes closed, covered his face and tried to save himself from every blow. When he finally got out, his friend the wolf waiting outside said, 
You seem to have made friends inside. How are our neighbors? Did they give you a warm welcome? Too warm to handle, huffed the wolf. The moment I entered the house, one of them threw me into the fire. Then the other one punched and hounded me. How many were inside? asked the wolf. I don't know. My eyes were closed. I could hear them screaming and running around the house, replied the battered up wolf. This is a house to ferocious warriors. Let's get away. The wolves decided to stay away from the house that had come up in their neighborhood. is a popular Norwegian folktale with many interesting versions. What's constant is the idea of different animals coming together to build a house and defending it when the time is right. What struck me most about this story is the idea of one's own home or a home where one is free and independent. The idea of a house or a home built by many people is special as well. What struck me next is the narrative of the wolves. Maybe they weren't all that bad. Maybe they really weren't the big bad wolves folktales are full of. Maybe they were neighbors who really wanted to befriend their new neighbors. Who knows? We are always so unkind to poor wolves in our stories. I like the ambiguity of this story. I wonder, how do you look at the wolves in this one? Did they mean harm? Did they mean to be kind? Did the wolf deserve to be beaten up? Or was he misunderstood? I'd love to know what are your first thoughts to this story. If you're a teacher, then you will find some ready-to-use resources with this story on the internet. I'm sharing some of them in the show notes below. I'm sure you will have fun with it. Take this story to the sports field. Train your team leader to select her or his team on the basis of the player's skills and strengths. If you are telling this story at home, use this story to talk about your family. The story of two individuals, perhaps your ancestors coming together and making a family, a home, a legacy that has been strengthened by next generations. Tell the story of wolves or the dangers, situations, events that brought your family together. To me, the wolves could also be seen as the times during COVID-19. If your home was a safe space, how did you deal with the wolfish pandemic? Making a home between the four walls of a house here is a story to talk about. This story will also find a good resonance with entrepreneurs and startup founders too. If you have ever left the security of a job to find your own path, find a co-founder, selected your team and built an enterprise with the skills each of you have, then this is a story for you. As a solopreneur, I sometimes miss working in teams. However, this story is a gentle reminder of how critical it is to find the right members for one's teams. It is equally important to recognize and position one's skill and talent to fit in into a team. To me, this is a leadership story. It is a story that works very well in any team, non-profit, business or corporate, where individuals come together to build a common place. From finding one's place to creating a space of ownership, collaboration and responsibility, the story has enough food for thought. And even though I will ask you to think of the wolf as a challenge, a competitor, or a conflict, or a misunderstood force in the scheme of things, I would like you to think of the wolf with kindness and optimism. 
stories are also traveling to classrooms. They are being integrated into lesson plans and we will soon have a ready-to-use resource for teachers looking to adopt story pedagogy. If you're interested in learning the ropes or having access to lesson plans, join our next cohort of Spark Classrooms, The Storied Way. Also remember to see the show notes below. Stay tuned for more workshops, bootcamps and associated content using these stories. I want you to retell these stories strategically and I'm here to help you do just that. Keep an eye out on our website or subscribe to our newsletter to add these stories to your bag. If you like this podcast, help us get the word out. Please rate and review us, share it with someone you know, and do tell us when you use these stories. I rely on that. for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told, so go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag storytellingwithrituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.